0: greatest dreamers was Walt Disney. Walt believed that any height could be scaled if you knew the secret of making dreams come true. Well, he certainly knew that secret. Walt touched the heart of millions through his works and aspirations. Everyone knows of Walt Disneyland, the place filled with magic, music, love, and happiness. Also, a bunch of old people pretending to be princesses. And you know, there's the princesses talking pet, and they have to have a true love. Unless they aren't their true love. Oh my, the drama. Anyways, how did this all begin? What started the place every child begs their parents to bring them to? Let me tell you it was a mouse. Yup. Those gross little creatures that eat the food out of your kitchen cabinet are legendary in the world of Disneyland. They even sell those little ears that everyone walks around wearing. Cheese, smile, picture. That's what people do nowadays. But in 1928, when Mickey Mouse made his debut in a short film named Steamboat willie Audiences were delighted by the new marvel of synchronized sound with music and dialogue perfectly matched to the action on screen. It was phenomenal and others may say magical for the American viewers watching on their screen. Interestingly enough, Walt was actually the voice of Mickey Mouse. Over and over, Walt changed the voice of this famous character until they concluded that no one could do Mickey Mouse's voice as well as Walt Disney himself, who continued to be the voice of this unforgettable character until 1947. Following the phenomenal success of Mickey Mouse, Walt created a new series of animated stories told without dialogue, relying totally on images and music, Which, I mean, was kind of a big deal if he thought he could make people fall in love with his show without even having words. Sounds like a little bit of The Little Mermaid coming in the 1930s. He called these shows the Silly Symphonies. As Walt's animated films became more ambitious, he found he had to improve the skills of his animators. He recruited faculty members from the Chalonard Art Institute to hold classes at the studio, creating amazing animators that would be inspiration of many animators to come. Walt decided to try something new to wow the audience and really catch their attention. Disney became, (laughs) wait for it, wait for it, Technicolor. Disney's 1932 Silly Symphony, Flowers and Trees had introduced color to animation, but it was the 1935 short, The Band Concert, that brought Bot Mickey into the full spectrum of Technicolor, an instant classic. The short also featured the third appearance of a squawking star who was fast eclipsing all other Disney characters in popularity Donald Duck. Everyone loves Donald Duck, I mean, how can you not? You know, I do like ducks a little bit more than mice. They're kind of cute, waddling around and all, and I'm not the only one who thinks that. The people love Donald Duck. He practically had a paparazzi. Walt making his way towards success didn't quite have a paparazzi yet, but he was inspired to create even more magic while watching the film Snow White and decided, I'll just make that my own. Then came the creation of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. However, this was a very expensive project. He used the princesses and the lovely prince to make magic happen once again. You can't help but love every part of the movie, no matter how cheesy it is. When Walt proposed a full-length motion picture based on Grimm's Snow White, and the Seven Dwarfs, he knew that the key to a compelling story was believable, sympathetic characters. Therefore, he chose to use seven dwarfs with seven different personalities. Heck, sometimes I think I have seven different personalities, but he chose to do them in seven different dwarfs. Walt explained, as stated in Walt Disney's Animation Studios, the seven dwarfs were naturals for the medium. In them, we could instill boundless humor not only as to their physical appearances, but in their mannerisms, personalities, voices, and actions. Who knew that there was this many thoughts and ideas that went into a movie you watched as a kid? The world of Disneyland is a magical place. However, the world around is not always quite so. According to Elizabeth Nix on the site History.com, during World War II, production really slowed to a crawl. But Walt, intrigued by South America, took a group of his best animators and a 16 millimeter film camera on a grand tour of mexico peru brazil and other good neighbor nations these high spirited visits resulted in two feature films solidos amigos and the three caballeros which combined live action travelogue with eye-popping animation while walt traveling south america during this hard time history.com informs us that he was overwhelmed with patriotism and created educational films, encouraging people to pay their income taxes as a way to help the war effort. This short film was shown in thousands of movie theaters and even won an Academy Award nomination. They also created training films for the American military and despite the worry of turning his characters political, made an animated short film, Der Furrow's Face, which used Donald Duck to make fun of the Nazis. So maybe not everyone in the entire world loved Donald Duck at that time, especially the Nazis, but man, was he a star. Let's change the tracks a little bit. And acknowledge the fact that Walt was fascinated by railroad tracks. History.com even says that he built his own railroad track in his backyard. When Walt was growing up, he sold snacks and newspapers on the trains in Kansas City, which most likely built his love for trains. After moving into their new home in the fashionable Homely Hills area of Los Angeles with his wife Lillian, they built a half mile of steam train railroad. The little train cars were just big enough for adults and kids to ride on, and a trip on the car Pacific Railroad became a favorite treat for guests and friends. This passion of his wore off while creating the Disney theme park, which has been home to its own railroad built in 1955. Another passion of Walt was for the world of animals, and he believed the best way to educate was to entertain at the same time. He put this idea to the test through a new breed of short films called True Life Adventures. The 13 film series went on to win eight Academy Awards, taught the importance of our environment to the new generation, and spawned the whole genre of today's nature films. I don't know about you, but I just think this guy really did something trying to promote a good environment and all. And lots of people like watching nature films my sister can sit there watching the nature channel for forever mom calls her to do the dishes always i'll be there in a minute mom two episodes later i'll be there in a minute mom wow how everyone can relate on both sides really and i believe Walt's episodes of the true life adventures created the same scenario in many people's households Kids glued to the screens like their life depended on it. Walt really loved his children. As legend goes, Walt was sitting on his park bench, watching for his daughter's play. When he first came up with the idea for Disneyland, he imagined a magical place where both children and their parents could have fun together. The result was the world's very first theme park, Disneyland. So, there you have it. That is how it all started and how Walt made dreams come true. Thank you for listening.